Hey, welcome to Kill You With Truth. If you like and you subscribe, it helps the channel. It helps me. It helps my guy, Johnny Love. We'll get to what's on the shelf. That's for sure. One of the crazier moments of sports is happening in Detroit, of all places. Stick around for that. But first, Johnny Love. Oh, first of all, welcome back. Oh, my God, were you missed yesterday. I got all the complaint letters, you know, like, you know. People send letters? I got letters. And it's remarkable I got so many letters so quickly, you know, in just a short. And that day, I mean, people were dropping letters off at my house. Just like owls everywhere, Harry Potter style. I did have three three three-eyed ravens. So not only um, were there complaints about not you being on, but apparently I am now um, the emperor of um, of Spooky Hill. I didn't really want that, but, you know, I do have the robes. It's more of an honorary title. You would think, but there's like some serious responsibilities that I have. I have a beheading I have to go to later. All right. What's uh, the question of the day? Boy, vey. All right. The question of the day is, can the Broncos win? Well, of course they can win. They they can win, and they are going to win. The Broncos are going to beat the Patriots. They're going to mollywop the Patriots. Sticking with mollywop. I think this is going to be not only a W, but it's going to be done in convincing fashion. Now, there they are. We have they are welcoming back a um, key contributor to the team, and that's Kareem Jackson. But that is on the back of the craziest story about PJ Locke. Johnny, did you hear the story of PJ Locke? Do you know what of uh, I, I that of what I speak? Uh, I don't. Can you explain? So PJ Locke. Got this is from Nine News. My guy Mike Kliss, great story. Um, nobody else was reporting it, but good for Mike. So PJ Locke got drilled with a helmet in the throatal area, and it created blockages in his breathing apparatus. So it was building up air bubbles in his lung and his heart uh, areas. Now, remarkably, somehow this sounds scary. Like, you can't get breath. There's air building up where air shouldn't build up. I mean, this sounds absolutely terrifying. Somehow they got things under control enough where he could play football, but he couldn't fly. The air pressure changes apparently would have been dangerous. Isn't that crazy? Flying on a plane would have been more dangerous for P.J. Locke than playing football. Nuts. (coughs) Um. The Detroit Lions are in the Eastern time zone, which is weird because it doesn't feel like they're that like Michigan is that far east, but it's just on the border of the Eastern time zone. So it's a little bit further away than you would really think. And he wanted to play in the game again. He was clear to play Johnny. They rented, they being the Broncos rented an RV. They didn't make PJ lock drive. They drove him. And there were a couple of guys that took shifts driving and a medical person who was there to assist PJ Locke. And they wanted PJ Locke to sleep, you know, as an RV, the place to sleep, that sort of thing. They drove 20 hours to the game. 
So they left around 3 o'clock or so after practice on Friday. They arrived in Detroit. Now, the game was Saturday night, or they wouldn't have been able to do this at all. They arrived in Detroit around 1 o'clock, so about seven hours before he had to play. Crazy story. And he said, despite being rested and relaxed and the best that they could with the situation, he, he just wasn't his full self. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't himself. Um, and he played like that. And then, you know, to get him back, still not with the plane, back 20 hours the other way on the RV. Amazing story, don't you think? That's a, you're putting in a full work week, driving just there and back, 40 it, hours. It's wild. And um, it's just a strange thing that you're okay to play tackle football in the NFL, but it's too risky to fly. Just, um, it's a, you know amazing. what it's similar to? What? Um, Ryan Clark, when he couldn't play here in 2007. That's right. Sickle cell stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yep, it, yep. it wasn't because of the game. It was just the high altitude. He couldn't yep. play with sickle cell. No, well, there you go. It's stuff, stuff like that, medicine and stuff. Anyways, PJ Locke didn't play that great. The Broncos defense didn't play that great. And and now Kareem Jackson is back after getting suspended again. And uh this the new new uh new game show here. I'll tell you a truth. Good thing or bad thing. And he was asked by our guy, Andrew Mason, what's the message from Sean Payton to you? What is Sean's message to you, Ben? Um, he hadn't really gave me a message. So, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. All right, Johnny. Kareem said, is it a good thing or a bad thing? No message from Sean Payton. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Uh, you know what I'm, I'm going to go with? It's uh, not necessarily a great thing because you can see at the very end of that clip, Broncos PR jump in to end, end the press conference. So uh, I'm going to go with that's a, not a great thing. I would say it's not a great thing either. I, I would agree in this little game show. If, if your boss doesn't talk to you. Now, I've been through this, Johnny. Firsthand experience when your boss doesn't talk to you. It's not a good thing. I'll tell you that. <clears throat> Kareem may end up doing a podcast with Johnny Love. He, he's welcome on Kill You With Truth. He would be great. He's a very honest guy. Got a great personality. I like Kareem Jackson. Meanwhile, he asks an ethereal question. Now, this is funny because you got to think about the physical status of most muggles. Johnny, how would you describe the physical shape of the vast majority of the, the media people in locker rooms? Um, I would say soft to medium soft. Well, check out this interaction featuring Kareem Jackson and our great friend Troy Rank. Uh, no, for me personally, no. no. Uh, I don't think so. Um, I mean, I've been off, come off the offseason and it's, you know, it's been a little longer than a month. But, uh, I mean, I don't think I'll need to see anything as far as to tell myself that I'm ready. I mean, it's, it's like riding a bike. I mean, you don't forget. I mean, you haven't rode a bike in how long? Long time. I'm sure you can get on one today and ride it from here to the stadium if you have to. So. <laughs> you haven't ridden a bike, Troy, a long time. <laughs> Johnny? When was the last time you rode a bike? 
Ooh, uh, <laughs> do, do video games count? The video games do not count. A bicycle. When was the last time you rode a bicycle? I'm pretty sure three or four moves ago, I left my bike, and that's about the last time I even saw a bike. So it's been a while. It's been a while. All right. Do you think you could ride a bike if if you were to ride a bike? If it was steel reinforced. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's let, just say the bike's fine. The bike, the bike, yeah. the, the bike's good. Could you ride it though? Do you think I, you could? I ride think it? I could ride it uh, to the stadium and back. Maybe not. That's that's your category. That's like your area. That's well, I yes, I'm cheating on this one because I rode a bike, um, you know, for about 20 miles yesterday. But uh, so I, I I know I can ride a bike. Uh, I did something stupid on my bike ride though. But he's talking. I'll tell you about that in a second. He's talking to Troy Rank and um, our guy Troy. You know, it's been a minute since he rode a bike. <laughs> now, see, I you know that's I think that's not fair. I think Troy could ride a bike to the to the stadium and back relatively easily. Don't you think? How do you do? You think Troy would even know very specifically from Dove Valley how to ride a bike to the stadium? <laughs> You know, the Kareem saying that is pretty funny. Like, I've actually done it. I've actually ridden from Dove Valley to the stadium. I know exactly how to do it. But um, it, it might be a little perplexing to um, a lot of people. Johnny, would you have any clue how to ride a bike from Dove Valley to the stadium downtown? Yeah, I would imagine you have to take I-25 at some point. You on can't a bike. take 25 on a bike. <laughs> See, the trick is on a bike, you got to get oh. off on 8th Avenue and go up Zunai's so you oh. miss all the traffic. You could, well, well, you theoretically could, but you would not be on 25 in the first place. No, you would follow Johnny, my man. You would take, here's how you would do it. Very, very specifically. You would go from Dove Valley and up Peoria Street, past Family Sports, down Peoria, across Arapahoe Road, follow peoria changes into another street i forget the name but you follow that long street and guess where it lands you right around uh bellevue behind your high school cherry creek high school from cherry creek high school you would get on the cherry creek trail johnny you would ride the cherry creek trail all the way downtown so you get to confluence park at that point you get on the platte river trail and the plat, so you kind of go down and then you go back up. Now you could get off the Cherry Creek Trail downtown somewhere and cut across, but it'd just be easier to stay on the Cherry Creek Trail to the Platte River Trail, and then you just go right up to the stadium. And that is how you would ride a bike from Dove Valley. Sorry, can you slow down? I'm writing this down because this will never happen in my life. Ah, <laughs> uh, so funny. Could you ride a bike to the stadium? It's great. I absolutely love it. Okay, let's move on to our guy, Patrick Sertan, and he's talking about the fans, and there's a special cool thing going on at the game. So, Pat Sertan, are you excited about playing in front of your home fans for the first time in a month? Yeah, um, we always love that in our favor um, when the fans into it and, um, you know, just having the home crowd, uh, you know, rally with us behind, uh, you know, a great defense. So, um, it definitely motivates us, and it definitely gets us going for sure. All right, Johnny, you excited? They're going to have white helmets and white end zones. In white snow. helmets and white. It's snow-capped. It's the snow-capped 
theme is coming back this week. And there's weather predicted for this weekend, correct? There is weather, so that's going to make that bike ride pretty chilly because it's Sunday nights. How how is the how is the snow and the and the boundary in the white end zone? How does that all work? Johnny it is going to be confusing as hell. I guess it, we'll have it, to tune in. I that's actually that is actually a brilliant question. I I am I'm not sure how that actually works because you, how would you know when you're out of bounds? I don't know. It's, maybe it's outlined in green. I think I know. you know what I think it is from the first time they played. Okay, well, that would make sense, but be kind of boring. But there you go, snow captain. Thank you for Patrick Sutan for breaking it down, that it's good to play in front of the home crowd. Meanwhile, in front of the home crowd last night, the Avalanche beat the Senators 6-4. to four. The Senators stink. They're the worst team in the Eastern Conference. They had lost five games in a row, and they fired their coach this week. So why the hell were the Avalanche sweating it out? And they were sweating it out. They were down 4-2. to two. They made a nice comeback on the back of Nathan McKinnon, who scored an avalanche record four goals. No player in avalanche history, Johnny, had ever scored four goals in a game until Nate did it last night. Does that stat surprise you? Um, A little bit, yeah, a little bit. It did for me, too, when you think about all the great players over the years with the avalanche. Frankly, including Nathan McKinnon, but, you know, the Peter Forsberg, Joe Sackick's, uh Milan Hayduk, Milan Hayduk, you know, all those guys, Stasny, and nobody had ever scored four goals in a game. So um, pretty remarkable. Good job for Nathan McKinnon. They needed all of them, including the empty netter, to make sure things were cool. And uh, Miko Rantanen had two goals as well. The Avalanche have some problems. They do. They got some issues, and it's weird because they're still tied with Dallas in first place in the Central, so you would think, well, how big could the problems actually be? This is on the heels of Devon Taves, you know, saying there's there's six crappy guys and 14 good guys. So I wouldn't say they've hashed it all out. They beat a bad team at home. They came from behind. It was an exciting game. If you could just get over the low quality of opponent, they actually beat. But um, we got some issues there with the Avalanche. <coughs> Excuse me. We we do have some issues there. So we'll see how it sorts itself out. The Nuggets play in Brooklyn tonight. Nets are 13 and 14, just below 500. They're an okay team, but it's a team the Nuggets should, you know, have their way with. Very short trip from Toronto to New York. They had all day yesterday off, so being rested should not be an issue. Not a very uh, brutal road trip. This one isn't. So I expect good things from the Nuggets tonight. But in basketball, the weird story of the week are the Detroit Pistons. Johnny, the Detroit Pistons are 2-26. and 26. They have lost 25 games in a row which means at one point in this season, they had a winning record. They had to be two and one at some point. They have lost 25 games in a row. That's crazy. The crowd last night was chanting, sell the team. It is not the NBA record. The NBA record for one regular season is 26 shared by the 10-11 Cavs and the 13-14 Sixers. 
In fact, the Sixers were like, well, that's not good enough. The overall record is the 14-15 Sixers who lost um, a bunch of games in a row and then continued to lose the next year. So the overall regular season loss record is actually 28. In one season season record, it's 26, and the Pistons are one loss away from um, that mark. Johnny, how bad do you have to be to lose 25 games in a row? I don't know. I went to CSU, though, so I, I kind of have a little bit of knowledge about losing streaks. Hashtag asunder. Taking shots at your own school? Sorry, man. Well, when I was wow. there, when I was there, the football team had the longest losing streak in the NCAA. So what was the number? Do you do you remember? I think it was roughly around 17. Yeesh. Yeah. It's bad. Best of luck, Detroit. Why doesn't something good happen to Detroit? Johnny, I have a little earbud right here. See this little I don't, I don't mean a beats uh-huh. little earbud. I only have one of these now. Why? Because I promised you a bike story when I was on my bike coming home from work yesterday, my other work, at PhD 92.5, noon to three every day. Very proud of that work. But I was on my bike because I was inspired by Kareem Jackson. He said, well, you can get on a bike, can't you? I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot, Kareem. And I had to cross a street and there wasn't a, a smooth curb, so I had to sort of hop the curb a little bit to get across the street. And Johnny, as I hopped the curb and jolted my head just a tad, not that bad, my earbud for my left ear fell out. Now, I have learned from experience, if you have an earbud that falls out, and these things, like, never fall out. I was shocked. If it falls out, don't do something heroic to get it right then and there. Just pedal up the road a little bit, stop your bike calmly, and just walk back and get it. So, but this was tricky because I was hopping a curb to get into the street to cross the street, but smartly, I, and of course, had I just hopped it and my earbud didn't fall out, plenty of time. But because I was delayed, here comes some traffic. So, Johnny, I get back on the sidewalk, and where do I see my little earbud? Right in the middle of the street. Right there, right in the lane of the street, right there. And guess now, what would you do in that situation? Would you scramble out and and risk running into traffic? Or would you just patiently wait and just wait for the traffic to go past, then go out and get your earbud? What would you do? I think the sensible answer is you'd you'd wait. Yeah. Well, that's what I did. I was sensible. Guess what I saw, Johnny? I'm imagining it it didn't survive. My earbud repeatedly getting run over. I I, I mean, it was like a dagger to my heart. <laughs> you should have videoed this. I mean, I should have videoed it. It would have been comical. It's just like, well, there it is. Oh, that's a truck. Okay, now that that's a car. And that, oh, that's a moped. No. But you know what I'm saying? Like, so I go up to my poor little earbud, and I'm like, are you, I should actually go upstairs and grab it. It's pretty funny. It's all beat up. And um, and uh, it doesn't work. These things cost like a couple hundred bucks a pair, Johnny. I'm not, again, I'm not trying to show off or anything, but I I am now solo earbud man. If only there was some sort of holiday this week that we could, you know, you could get another pair. 
I'm gifted to you. Well, I'm telling the the, the viewers and listeners of Kill You With Truth, I I wouldn't ask for anything for the holidays because it's better to give than to receive, but I want to receive. I'm down in ear, bud. (laughs) I shouldn't. I'm not laughing at your pain. You are laughing at me. Probably rightfully so. Johnny, what's on the shelf? What's on the shelf? What's on the shelf? Uh, again, uh, ruined ruined things this week. This week I uh, ruined what's on the shelf a couple days ago. So, um, But thank you to uh, your parents for the lovely gift. Yeah, I don't know how I'm going to get this to you. I mean, I'm certainly not going to go out of my way. Well, you know, maybe I'll ride my bike over there. To All right. pick it up you're, you're more than welcome. Um, what, what do you, what, what? Uh, okay, I think this is new. There's the photo of you and your wife, but there's it seems to be like a card maybe in front of it. It's um right to you, right behind your left shoulder, right there. Uh, no, yeah, well, that yeah, well, let's go with that. That's not what I was asking about, but that's also new, right there. What you're poking at? All right, hold on, hold on. Is this right here? Are you talking about these these photos? Uh, no, that's not what I was talking about. Let's just talk about those, though, since you already picked them up. What, what are you? What are you holding? Uh, this is. Uh, this goes back, my man. This is pretty cool. So that is my son Connor at KBPI's birthday bash when he was just a little little baby, little baby. That is maybe two thousand, probably the summer of two thousand. How about that? What are we? What are we thinking is on this hat? I see Park Fen- Fenway Park Fenway, Fenway Park, Park hat. There's me and Mark Stout on the stage at uh, Red Rocks, yelling about something for KVPI's birthday. Look at my green shorts. Like somehow I thought that was a good idea for a rock crowd. Are those are those jorts? Uh, There's they're like soccer shorts, green soccer shorts. I loved my warm up. Stupid decision. Look at Stouter. Stouter looks like a good rock star right there, doesn't he? And uh, that's me, you know, like, yeah, I'm in Red Rocks. Woo! What's up, Red Rocks? Now, do you remember the uh, the lyrics to the song that you guys sang? Bork with the bork to wah to wah. Footy, 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 said the sack, said up, jumped the Forsberg. I, I don't think this was that birthday bash, though, because my son, he's uh, that young. Oh, okay. But my son now is 23 years old, but that's when he was maybe five months old, maybe something like that. How cute is that? He's got a little KBPI onesie. Isn't that cute? Come on. That could be about that time. That's uh, about the Bork era. It it was. It was. Uh, it just wasn't. I know because we, we did the whole thing at night. Um, so, but that's, yeah. That's uh, Red Rocks when I was a rock star. How about that? And none of those, none of those guys scored four goals in a game. None, none of these guys could score with anything. I don't know. Those jorts, they say something else. Yeah, they say, "Thank God I'm married." All right, Johnny, love you. We'll talk to you. Uh, well, what? When will we talk to you? We'll talk to you with Nate and Chad, but we will. Well, are we going to have a special Christmas edition? Because it is the day after a Broncos game. We'll see. Are we, we might we, have we'll some. See Maybe we'll see. we might some have some packages to open. Okay. All right. Oh. Oh. Kill you with truth. Oh. 